Hey, soulmates, it's your girl T.S. Maskin again, and we are back with TGIF. Now, y'all know we here spilling the tea, breaking down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So y'all already know the drill. Sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. What's up, guys? What's going How on, T.S.? How you doing, Al? What's going on? <laughs> what y'all drinking on tonight? I'm Coffee. drinking nothing but water, y'all, because yesterday I fell. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I'm sore from the rooter to the tutor. When we got off, I was trying to scoot through my house with a plate of food in my hand, and somehow I went to make a left, but my scooter didn't want to go left. The whole scooter fell over. I fell over on my broke foot. The scooter fell on top of my good foot. So I'm all in here toe up. I just want to lay back down. So I'm drinking ginger ale. Ginger ale, as and are you having some crackers? Or, oh, I heard you was down to eating that douce. I had a little bit of douce de leche cheesecake, but <laughs> I'm just in here drinking. You know how your grandma said ginger ale fix everything. So I'm mean, <clears> trying to drink <throat> the ginger ale. And some saltine crackers, baby. Al, what you sipping on over there, baby? Coffee, mama. Oh, coffee. you drinking coffee? Yeah, you know, I'm long day you guys know i have three or four jobs <laughs> I and i still commend. have to come do this one i just want to commend you al on this yellow shirt you look so good <laughs> in yellow it brings out your eyes i can see you. <laughs> your eyes so pretty they yellow too yeah they are <laughs> speaking of yellow eyes after Jamie Foxx seems to be in good spirit since his health crises after recently being spotted in Mexico with former Australian fitness model Alice Huckstep. Now, the two haven't officially announced their relationship, but the couple has been seen kissing, holding hands and everything on numerous occasions. Now, Doniva, how do you feel about Jamie's new health and his love interest? <clears throat> <laughs> Am I supposed to tell the truth or I'm supposed to say it was politically correct that's going to keep me off the blogs? <laughs> well, I want you to take a squig of that douce cake and cook it with too. Put a little sweetener on your tongue. And listen, 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 listen. The interracial dating thing is cool. Love who you love. But is it me or just does it feel just a little off-centered when you got one person of a particular race and all they seem to date is somebody of another race. That feels just a little off to me. Whenever you don't, and I live by this, whenever you're not attracted to somebody that look like you, something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with you. Now, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say he don't like black women. I don't know that to be true, but he keeps showing up with nothing but all American looking white women. And it's just concerning to me for whatever reason. It's just a little concerning to me. Um, and I would say you, you know, I'm going to say what Q won't say. This is sickening to me. I mean, I need to see you date people, not just one type. I need you to date people that also look like your mother. Jamie Foxx definitely got a type, and that type is not the people that was praying for him or the people that was concerned about his health when he was up in that hospital. Yep, I said it, and I mean it. I pay attention to the blogs. I pay attention to People Magazine and the other major rags. And let me tell you, the major rags weren't 
front all every day posting, get well soon. We praying for you. You know who was doing that, Jamie Foxx? It was Hollywood Unlocked. It was the shade room. It was the neighborhood talk, right? Those are the people that were praying for you. And for me, I'm going to start saving my prayers for people that support me and people that like my support back to them. Now, I don't know what I just said, but I think y'all can figure it out. Well, mm -hmm. I'm trying. Well, what I'm trying to figure out is he plugged in or is he battery powered? Honey? <laughs> well, the real Jamie Foxx, please stand up, child. Is that his stand in or is it the stand up? I don't well, listen. Know. He said he made it very clear that the that the love of his life and the woman that he ultimately would like to be with is Katie Holmes. Ooh. And like That's I said, one of the best. There's, that, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. If he just walked down the street and ran into Katie Holmes and found her at Starbucks and they fell in love, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it just seems like time after time after time. You just happen to end up with somebody other than somebody who look like your mama and your sister. And I just think that's reason for us to be alarmed. And maybe he can't help it. Can people help who they like? No, they can't, girl. But child, it's the AI. You know that's the AI walking around, honey, with box of briefs on. Stop doing that, y'all. That ain't the real with the real Jamie Foxx. Please show your hands. Please. Y'all let one to be. Anyway, Love and Hip Hop's Lil Scrappy revealed on Carlos King's Reality with the King podcast that he read Bambi's diary while they were married. Take a look. When you can go and read somebody's thoughts about you and they not there to stop you from reading it, you can you get you you like, wow, bro, like for real? That's how you feel about me, girl. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. And you can't really tell them you went through that. You read it because you ain't supposed to be reading it. <laughs> you feel me? Now, Lil Scrappy said that he shouldn't have gone through her diary, but he claimed that he wanted to understand her issues with him. The gagging part to me about this whole situation is I ain't know he could read. Now, what do you think about Lil Scrappy reading Bambi's private thoughts, Al? Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about this. It feels very invasive to me, to be honest. It's a, a person's diary is supposed to be a safe haven for their thoughts, for their growth, for their journaling, for them to get in tune with their feelings and how they're feeling about something. It's not always reflective 100% on like how they absolutely feel right it's how you feel in that moment at that time of the journal i feel like it was like very intrusive for him to go through her diary i feel like my mother has always said don't go looking for something because you will definitely find it this gives me very much like somebody going through your phone without your permission if you look hard enough you're going to find something that's going to hurt your feelings and obviously that's what happened in this case and look, the deal is, if you're going to do that to her, then let her go through your phone or let her go through your journal and see how it feels. Hmm. Doniva, what say you, baby? Let me tell you something. Y'all and Scrappy a damn fool if y'all think Bambi didn't leave that diary there for his ass to see exactly what it is she wrote, okay? <laughs> First and foremost, at this age, we're too damn old, in my opinion, to damn to be keeping the idea diary. My man made me mad today, and I can't stand his mama. Is it me? We too 
you already knew what type of toxic relationship you was in. Do y'all mm. honestly think Bambi sat down somewhere, wrote down her deepest, darkest about her man, and then just took it like this and just stuck it in the draw? <laughs> no, it was a passive aggressive attempt for her to say what it is she wanted his ass to know from the looks of the pain on his face. <laughs> he, got a, he got an exact earful of what she wanted to hear. But let's just leave it to him for pur on purpose it's a complete violation of somebody's privacy i always tell people that's why i don't play that going through the phone stuff see you go through my phone you're not gonna have to worry about finding me cheating on you you probably gonna have to worry about me talking about your mama talking about you talking about your little <laughs> nephew that came over to the house that i really don't like but that's your sister's child so i have to smile and be nice to the little bald head boy that's probably what you're going to see on my phone. And a lot of y'all tend to think that those things are bad and they're not. People are allowed to have private thoughts. I'm allowed to be married to you and be like, I cannot stand when T.S. Madison bring her rude, stinking ass mama to our house. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Just as long as I don't say it to my wife and I don't say it to her mama. But I'm allowed to say that to my best friend if I want to. Mama, don't, you, don't cook him sense. nothing else here. Q to what you're saying not be from the chat said that's an invasion of privacy and Lynette Kelly said I'm no Bambi fan but self accountability and reflection would do them both good uh, all right now speaking of reflection remember last year when Cassie's husband Alex Fine allegedly threw shade at Diddy with a happy pride message to his friends who were still in the closet well, child, it looks like Alex is back to trolling Diddy again. Alex recently posted a comment to one of Diddy's interviews saying he's so old and so fruity. Now, Doniva, what do you think about Alex trolling Diddy again? I think Alex needs to go sit his ass down. You know, in, 20, in 2023, there are things that we know we're not supposed to say. We've had so many movements. Alex, you're in the industry, so you know you're not supposed to be using fruity as a way to demean somebody. I'm not one of those gays that that bothers me. It really don't bother me. I'm just touching on it because there's somebody out there that will. But here's my thing. Um, you and Cassie happened after Diddy. You got the girl. You ultimately won. There's no reason you should be having any type of issues with Diddy. Even if Diddy makes his little statements in his songs, Diddy was with that girl for 10 years. He was with her for 10 years. Whether we think she came out of the relationship with what she should have came out with or not, they were together for 10 years strong and they had whatever <clears> it is they had. He's allowed to express himself. And I just think, Alex, I think it's giving. I'm threatened. I'm bothered. And quite frankly, when it comes to Puff Daddy, we're probably always going to like Puff Daddy better than we'll like you. And we don't even know you. So it's probably best that you and Cassie just keep going to Chick-fil-A or going paddle boarding or whatever it is y'all type of couples do and leave Diddy alone. What say you, Al? You know, I got a little bit of a different perspective, you know, because I'm nosy. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Diddy hired Alex Fine to be Cassie's personal trainer back in the sure. day. Now, follow me mm -hmm. on this. Now, now that they've gotten together, to me, I think Alec Fine holds all the secrets to Diddy's underwear. Under, under not underwear. <laughs> yeah. All the secrets to Diddy's underworld. 
and that pillow talk he does with Cassie, and Cassie has been with Diddy for 11 years. He definitely knows something that the public has been whispering about for a long time, but this is my rub. Either you spill the tea or you stop talking about it and take these innuendos and stick it up your you-know-what, because other than that, you're being a P.U. forthright. That's mm -hmm. my opinion. That's right. If you got it, flaunt it, honey. We want to know who had the booty hole and where was it put at, child? <laughs> did Cassie put on the scrap or did y'all have a threesome? Run it down there to the people. <laughs> That's the soulmates. Let us know. All right. Coming up next, find out which social media influencer was in the middle of a riot. And later, Brittany Renner is talking about her body count. Stay tuned. honey now listen it was a wild scene in philadelphia this week 52 people were arrested after looting multiple stores and at the center of the chaos was social media influencer meatball the mayor of philadelphia said meatball was live streaming the whole thing wound up with twelve thousand followers and created well basically incited the riot she's in jail now al what are your thoughts on the looting and uh, meatballs arrest. Well, I just want to put this all into perspective first. Now, the reason why they had all of this aggression and looting was because a white police officer just got off of the murdering of an unarmed black man. So let's put all of this in perspective. And technically, she wasn't looting. All she was doing was filming it and laughing about it. And the police chief has decided to use her as an example and say that she incited more aggression and attention around the riding. Now, this is my question, all right? Why didn't we see this same type of aggression? Because you saw, if you keep watching the video, the cops come in and they take a whole lot of those black kids down to the ground. Why did we get this same aggression during the January 6th insurrection when all of those people were looting and rioting and killing people at our nation at our nation's capital? This is my problem. I need the same energy for the same types of crime. If you're gonna if you're gonna loot and treat these people the way you're treating them, and you're gonna throw her in jail for inciting a riot, then why can't we get Donald Trump in jail for inciting a riot? Someone give me some answers, please. Don even what you say, baby? You know, to your point, Al, <clears throat> and I can't prove this through science, but I've just always felt like you, the difference between officers in situations like this and the January 6th officer situation is that when white officers look at people with white skin, they tend to see their humanity. And I think when they see people with brown and black skin, they simply don't see the humanity. So it makes it so much easier for them to kill or take down with force versus when they see another white person. I think when they see another white person, they're looking at their cousin, their aunt, their brother, their daughter, whatever the case may be. As far as this young lady inciting a riot, this is a the mayor, whomever, is looking for somebody to pin this all on and it's messed up that this young lady got swept up in this thing. So that's part one, period, hard stop. Here's the other mm -hmm. thing too, guys. Like, I don't know. I think the Black Lives Matter movement taught us, I just don't know that looting it to go either. And while she should not have been in jail, 
I just caution the rest of my young people with things going down. Y'all, y'all don't be so quick to run in these people's stores and tell that they had nothing to do with what, what, what's all what's going on. Like Gucci. <laughs> but wait a minute. Then we need to have that same energy, right, Q, for those who were at the ca- the Capitol, at the Capitol, going in the House, in the Senate, going through their stuff, right? Why don't we have that same energy? I like, have the same exact energy for them. They shouldn't be in there either. Okay. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Now, listen, in more wild news, a Jack in the Box employee, Alania Fantasia Ford, is seen in this footage pulling out a gun and firing at a drive through customer. Now, the customer, Anthony Ramos, said that they were arguing over an order of curly fries before he and his family were shot at. Daniva, I need your <laughs> deepest, deepest thoughts on this right here. They deserved it. They deserve let me tell y'all something. And they got mad at me because we did a story on here a couple <laughs> weeks ago where the girls from Popeyes came out and whooped the girl ass in her car and they pulled her whole braid out from her scalp. And the people got mad with me because I said, what did that bitch have to do and say out her mouth out that car for them <laughs> girls to come out that Popeyes and whoop her ass in that car? What do you have to say to somebody in a draft line for them to pull out a gun and want then just come in there and say, hi, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't get my fries. Can you give me a, no, y'all went in there being rude and nasty to these people. And I noticed something. There's this undercurrent in America where a lot of people naturally feel like they are superior to waiters, waitresses, and people who work in fast food situations. Mm -hmm. And they treat them so rude. Why do y'all get these people attitude? Okay, your fries is not in your bag. Big freaking deal. Park the car, come in. Yes, you've been inconvenienced. Yes, you got places to go. All right. But what happened? Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? Hi, yes, I was just in the drive-thru. I had ordered a number 10. And they only put my fries in. They didn't put no barbecue sauce. That's all you got to do. Um, I don't understand how that turns into people getting shot and people getting their ass whooped. Madison, well, help me out. Well, you know, I'm a fat girl and I go to the drive-thru often. You get what I'm saying? I actually was in the drive-thru earlier today. Now, here's the problem that I have. I, I'm with you when you write, Dineva, and you write about people having this superiority complex with people that work in fast food and, you know, and are service workers. And so sometimes people pull up with the with this um, uh, grandeur of give me my stuff. You don't mean anything. You only make five dollars an hour. When in all actuality, these people are making twenty dollars an hour over here at the McDonald's, you know. Now, the problem that I have with situations in the drive-thru is people acting like these sauces are, are worth a dollar. Like you want an extra piece of ketchup, girl, just put this stuff in the bag. Like, why are we going, why are we over here arguing about, you know, a sauce? Why are we going through all this stuff about some salt and pepper? Like this is stuff that's naturally supposed to go in the bag. Napkins, spoons, for If I got fries, I need ketchup. 
If I got nuggets, I need sweet and sour or barbecue sauce, okay? If I got a hamburger, it's sloppy, I need some napkins. If I got a soup, I need a spoon. So why are we going through this stuff? Why are we arguing back and forth about this stuff? You know, give me what's owed to me because I paid $999 for some fast food. Now, on the other side of that, as the fast food worker, you know, just put it in the bag. Now, if somebody to go to throwing hands out the window, Pull your pistol out. Al, what say you? I don't know. I, this whole thing scared the heck out of me. Like, listen, did you see she came through and she was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me handle this. She had a gun and she didn't ask no questions on spot, on spot. Like, where are you at? I, and she shot not once, but twice and a third time. I, that, that's scary to me. I don't yeah. know what they did. It'd have been different if they were right up in that window. They were trying to climb through the window, or if they had a, a gun of some sorts. But I just didn't see what happened at that window that warned her to come through and fire a couple of shots. There was it was disrespectful out their mouth. It yes, seems were. to me that it was a little bit more than that, Buck. It seems to me like that little that little car coming through there and that woman's response. They got a little bit of history. They got a little bit of history. It might have been, but you know what? And that's part two of that. Don't. <laughs> right. It's two places you will. <laughs> my damn job in my house. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. It's just best just not to confront just me. Just don't come period. around now. All right. Send me an email and test the temperature first before you call. Ooh, do not because look. Me. Because do look, not do not confront me in public. Look, okay, we don't. not condoning violence. We look, not condone, condoning violence. Look, keep your hands in your car. Right. But look, because look, if production can show it one more time, when that man saw her come through, he took off as if he knew she was coming with some heat. Watch. When he saw her come through with that, he took off like, hold up, hold up, hold up. So I don't know. I think there's some heat. He history. had already told him. Yeah. Don't come up here with that bull. Right. First of all, them fries, I could see, because I'm a fat girl, them <laughs> fries, I could see they was cold by the way they hit the window. They weren't hot fries. Because the hot fries would have stuck on the, on the drive-through glass. Them fries were cold. Mm-mm. All right, y'all. Now, listen, check out this next story. A prominent Black doctor and his dinner guests were allegedly hosed down by a white neighbor. A viral video shows the guests being drenched by water in the doctor's backyard. Now, one of the party guests said she believed that they were sprayed down to be made to feel less than like animals. Now, Al, what do you think about this horrible attack? I mean, listen, this is the same community where that I'm, I'm talking about Queens. It's the same community where that that gay black male that was voguing was wasn't he stabbed to death? Oh he God! Yeah, in Queens, and so it just alarms me that in a place that's supposed to be so diverse, supposed to be so tolerant and respectful, to still still see this type of racism, that type of homophobia and bigotry is unacceptable. But they did it to the right one, because I'm gonna tell you, you could tell them some bougie black folks, because if they had done that to some regular black folks. They would have gone through those hedges and beat his ASS. Trust me, they wouldn't have run in the house. They would have ran through those hedges and jacked him up. He got lucky that day. Doniva, what say you, baby? You know, it is unfortunate. <clears throat> and, you know, we always say, I don't condone violence or whatever it has to be, because I guess 
we're on a platform and I guess that's the type of thing you're supposed to say. But y'all have heard me say this before. The only problem with some people is their ass ain't been hit hard enough. What he did definitely warranted all of them going over there and jumping his ass. Mm -hmm. And I condone every swing. I do. But it's just unfortunate that we oftentimes as a collective, we get placed in situations where people get to exercise violence against us. But because we know that the system doesn't work in our favor, we don't get to hit them back with the same type of force that they hit us. We have to call the law and hope that the police comes out and even takes us serious. Then we've got to file court paperwork. See, the average one of us, after that night, we would have let it go because folks ain't got time to be going down to doc lawyers' offices and filling out papers. We, we got things to do. But I'm glad that these people look upstanding enough. Some of them look like they might have even been attorneys that they can pick this up and they can afford to do what needs to be done in the court. But somebody like me, I'm going to let y'all know why I'm one of the most dangerous people to approach like that in private because I have a very clean record and I can beat your ass and get out in a few hours because I have no priors. Okay, oh, I, I am all I am so ready to fight a bitch because I know I will get out of jail within three hours, and all of my friends all sight, all sight, Bucky. I'm, I'm with all you when you're right. I'm with I, you I don't have a right. record, baby, so I can whoop your ass. <laughs> I can probably maim you and get away with probation. I'm so with I, ain't you right. I, I ain't the one. I ain't gonna sit in jail. Right. You know, well, listen, I'm so glad that those black folks didn't carry like they could have carried. But, you know, uh, they are in Queens and I know they got some cousins over there that could roll up when the time get ready. You know, um, <clears throat> coming up next, Sukiana runs to Brittany Renner's defense. And later, a woman bullies a street performer. Keep it locked, soulmates. Guys, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and it was going, you're never really out of money. Like oftentimes when you ain't got no cash, you really just need a few hundred dollars to hold you over to your next payday. And that's why, y'all, this next thing we're about to talk about, earn in, is the best. Life doesn't happen biweekly. So why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I know for me, Al, I would love something like earning, especially when I was in college and I would use it instead of going to the check cashing place. I wish, you know, the check cashing place used to always scam us with the high interest fees and making us pay it back week after week just to get it out. I would love to have had an app like earn in during that time. Al, what is something that you think you could use earn in for? Oh, you know, I like the fact also that unlike other um, cash receiving places. You don't have to do a credit check with Earn In. Also, there's no mandatory fees if you participate in Earn In. So for me, as long as they don't have to check that credit to pull my credit down to get that money, and as long as they don't, there's no mandatory fees, it's a thumb up, thumbs up opportunity for me. Sounds good. Make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, 
When I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In Today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or the Apple Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in T under podcasts. When you'll sign up, it'll really help the show. That's T-E-A under podcasts. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust members FDIC. All right, y'all. Promotional consideration was furnished by Earn In. Let's get back into some more topics, y'all. <laughs> Maddie, what's your body? Maddie, Maddie what's your mouth? Body Put your mouth, Dineva. Don't you even start with me, okay? Uh, My body count is four. <laughs> and I'm Britney Spears. Listen, y'all. My body counts. I don't know why they set me on this panel. Oh, times holes. Uh, in a recent interview with Shannon Sharp, Britney Renner shared that she has slept with 35 men. Social media found this as another reason to drag Britney, but Sukiana came to her defense. Take a look. She's living in her truth. And while you judging, you pointing one finger, but um, one, two, three, four is pointing back at you. Three is y'all do. Let's talk about the skeletons in y'all closet. A lot of y'all sleeping with other people's husbands, brothers, daddies, baby daddies. Do you think a woman has to explain how many people she slept with? Al, let's start with you. Um, I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. It depends. Like, <sighs> this is such a touchy subject, right? Because are we really supposed to be slut shaming women for how many men they've been with? But this is my rule of thumb. I, I personally feel like your body count should not be higher than your age. That's for me. That's what I use as a barometer for who I want to be with. Um, and I'm going to stick to it. Um, I think that's bogus and that's BS because, <laughs> okay, if you start at around 16-ish, then that only allows you to have two per year until you turn 30 <laughs> to not keep from going over your little rule. And I'm sorry, like, I think in college, the average person probably punch six to seven people a year alone okay? <laughs> when you when you were in college then when you get out of your college and you feeling yourself and you got your money then you start going to the club and then you just start hunching because you can then you realize you can start hunching for money like there are stages to the hunch i'm sorry the average person by the time they don't got 35 Got more than 35 bodies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brittany Renner is lying. She just gave y'all that number because she thought that that's what y'all would be comfortable with. Um, But I want the truth, Al. I, so I'll be honest with you. I don't know how many people I've slept with. I've lost count. Right. I, I've honestly lost count. I know... <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know it's in the 75 to 100 space. I keep know. Going up, so keep going up. You mean this year? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it probably is past 100, but I know it's somewhere between. Ma Madison, how many you had? Four? 
four four. four. <laughs> I'm explaining four. to you. Four times what? No, it is four. Black is one. All black men is one. Okay. All foreign men is two. <laughs> All men with the same name, with the same, in the same height, the same hemisphere, the same whatever is three. And anything that I can't remember is the fourth one. There's only four men. I've only been with four men in my life. So look, y'all, Angel Shepherd said, no, I had lots of fun in college and it was never anywhere near six or seven people a year. You must be ugly or undesirable. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody who was fine was landing low and spreading it wide. Ask the AKAs. All the oh! Oh no! The people go eat. Don't me get up. us in trouble. The people go eat me up. All the deltas with lesbians and all the souls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they was doing enough hunting for both organizations. I'm gonna move us along here, Sunshine. Y'all know I am just kidding. <laughs> Lord, I don't need the cave and the deltas trying to beat us up. You they gonna beat Hold you on. up? Sunshine Love said, I'm 46, but could care less what's appropriate. It's no one's business. You right, Sunshine, but as long as you're not on a podcast talking about it, because once you talk about it, you open yourself up for people having an opinion about your business. So I got a question in all this situation for both of you gentlemen. Mm -hmm. What do you really think about my body count? Your body count? What do I think about it? You like, lying you if you're saying it's four. <laughs> Well, see, I know you for your works. <laughs> I, I, I really know where the number sit, but that's neither here nor there. That ain't got. Listen, all them spirits running up and through you made you the person that you are today. Made me the person that I am today. See, sometimes things be coming out my mouth that ain't even me. <laughs> that's that boy named Tony. I think from two thousand and seven that I met behind the sub shop after the club. That ain't even me. That oh, stuff that was said by Chloe Bailey, that wasn't even me. That was Tyrone. <laughs> that was Tyrone from the moon from 2001. He had a nasty mouth, <laughs> a bad spirit. He people. That was, see, that be them different people coming up at you. But they, they, cause they say it's a soul time when you do them things. But it, it, listen, it ain't nothing wrong with soul time with people as long as you use discernment and you soul time with the wrong people now. I've just soul tied with some of the wrong people and I'm working on it. I'm, I'm praying to get some of this whole spirit off me. But yeah. until then, y'all just got to work with me. That's all. Baby, I've been bathing since I was 22. <laughs> y'all both need to be baptized. That's what y'all need to hear. <laughs> you sitting up here sneaking and giggling, but you the one always at the sex parties and at the school. <laughs> and I'm sure you be doing I know you're not trying to spill my tea on this, the, on this show right here. You can't do it because I already did. It's not a sex party. It's called a swingers party. It's a difference. All right. Well, Al, you what you let me know is I can't have no rentals route. <laughs> mm -mm -mm -mm. All right, y'all. Keep it locked because coming up next, a woman bullies a street performer and later find out why an Australian man faked his own mm. kidnapping. All of this right after the break. TGIF, 
Now, a Georgia woman was caught on video harassing a street performer before stealing from his tip jar. Watch this clip. Now, Doniva, what do you got to say about this? I don't like it at all, right? So, so it, it's worth noticing Athens is a college town, all right? Uh, University of Georgia is there. And it appears that these may have been college students. That's what it looks like. Here is my issue with this whole thing. In these racial times, had the colors been switched, we would have been calling for every black person in the area who witnessed this to go whoop the other person ass mm -hmm. and to go get their money. He had those white guys, a couple other people come up after him to console him or whatever the case may be. If they would have ran down there and accosted that girl, pulled that money back from her or held her accountable in any type of way, <clears throat> y'all would have been up here ready to call Tamika Mallory and Bill Crump, Ben Crump. The situation was wrong. It ain't got to be about race. Race probably wasn't even a factor. I'm just pointing that out. But I hope that they use this video to find this young lady because they're in Athens. Everybody, it's a college town. And she needs to apologize to this young man. And I'm not going to say she needs to get kicked out of school and she needs to go to jail and all of that. But something needs to happen to scare her just enough so she knows you can't go around doing this to people. Well, Funky, the truth is that is exactly what happened. So that is the second time that she came and hit his keyboard like that. That This is just a part of the video. She was chastising him, and it was not okay. And she then, after she chastised him and, ha and heckled at him, she stole his money, which is double wrong, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you what, social media got her ass all the way together to the tune that she was so afraid of all the harassment that she was getting, that she found the young man, apologized to him, and from what I understand, is going to return the money. From what you understand, she going to return the money? It <laughs> yeah, because right. It ain't but a hundred dollars, Al. I'm just saying, you know, she probably, she probably spent it, but from all of the harassment from the article that I read, the most recent article was that social media came or the TikTok fans came and stalked her on her social media and was like, you better apologize to him and you better give him his money back and also pay for any damage that you've created. And she did eventually reach out to him, apologize and said that she would take care of what needs to be taken care of. And you know what? She's really lucky because when I was in school, when I was at FSU, things like that did cause people to get kicked out of school. Mm -hmm. Right. You literally could get kicked out of school for something so silly and I don't think she, at the end of the day, I don't think she meant any real harm. They were drunk college students. God knows I did stupid stuff when I was in college, but sometimes. Well, right. James Walker said, shaking my head, what's wrong with this generation? And No Name Bay said, it's crazy that they thought it was funny. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, it's TikTok. It's all about, you know, going viral on TikTok, going viral on social media, you know, doing pranks and doing all this stuff to, you know, get views and clicks. And then sometimes it just backfire on you. Mm -hmm. Speaking of backfiring on somebody, uh -huh. NFL star Tyreek Hill revealed his retirement plans. 
The 29-year-old shared that he dreams of becoming a porn star once his football career ends. Now, Al, what do you think? Why are you coming to me? (laughs) Well, when asked about this particular comment of becoming a porn star yesterday after practice, after, after the locker room interview with other journalists, he said he was just playing. Now, this is my thing. Why would you go for making $180 million? Because that's how much this man will work, will make, because he plans to retire in 2025. Now, how do I say this without saying this? Now, just say it. Just say it. Well, if you look at his March 22nd, 22nd post on Instagram and them tights, he's got on black tights. I don't know if he going to make the cut, Maddie, for being <laughs> a porn star. But I wanted to ask you, Maddie, because, you know, you the, uh-huh. you, you the superstar well here, right? You, I'm well-versed. Right, right, well-versed. Would you come out of retirement to do a sex scene with him? I, I most definitely will. He got $180 million. <laughs> and here's the thing. He ain't doing it for the money. He doing it for the, for the thrill. Like, you know, this man would, be, would, would retire $180 million rich. He would live out his dream. He don't got nobody to to, to really, you know, answer to about anything. You know, he mm. 29 years old. That means he's still fertile. You know, I'm still fertile. Let's do it. You know, what you Drop fertilizing? What are you fertilizing? You fertile that girl. Where <laughs> <laughs> you, you fertilizing? Where you fertile that? Now you come out here with a baby on, that you put out. Hold on, because you'll never bleed like a real woman. Okay, you'll never, you'll, you'll never be able to give birth like a real woman. Okay, she just man, she'll never have a uterus like a real woman. Baby, okay. listen, I don't need no uterus, honey, for the season, <laughs> baby, okay? <laughs> and all of us on this panel knows that. You know that. even what oh, you say, got Marsha T. Marsha T in the comments says, he make more money doing uh, the prone. People in this business endeavor making a living, but it's not us and not me, girl. Oh, he says... Doing, oh, I, I can't make out what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, honey. Prone. Did she say prone? Prone. Porn. Did they mean porn? Oh, oh. Yeah, he makes more money doing porn. People in this business oh, endeavors okay. are making a living, but it's a not me girl. Porn. He ain't make, make doing porn. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, porn. we know who ain't making no business being a writer. Right, now, <laughs> watch what happened when a black bear crashed a picnic in Mexico. Take a look. I'm fat. It would have had to run me down. It had to run me down, girl. Not me, girl. That bear was big enough for both of them to whoop his ass if they needed to. <laughs> I'm damn sure not going to be sitting there covered. What is this? If anything, why that bear was distracted, that bear could have had all that pizza. We would have been walking to the car or to the bathroom or to the jungle gym. What is this doing to the child covering the eyes? I'm confused. What's well, so cute? What in this particular case, her child is autistic and he's frightened by by animals. So he would really have a, a a mantic moment if he saw the bear and the bear was near him. You know how like 
completely freak out. So I'm going to give a shout out to this mother. I thought she did a very good job. And I want to give a shout out to all mothers that holds it down and together for the sake of their children and their family. Because what she did, she covered his eyes so that he didn't scream because the rules in that park is that if you see a bear, you're supposed to be still and quiet and let the bear come and go. And she did an awesome job of that. Now, why in the hell they got they out in a park eating with bears at? Not neither <laughs> of them. <laughs> we down here to the C.B. Smith and to the Olita River, baby. It ain't no damn bears down here. <laughs> Coming up, find out why an Australian man faked his own kidnapping. More on that when we return. Look, an Australian man was sentenced to 350 hours of community service after faking his own kidnapping. But here's the kicker. He did all of that because he wanted to spend New Year's Eve with his sex worker mistress instead of his girlfriend. <clears throat> now, the hoax wasted police hours, cost taxpayers over $25,000 and a whole heap of other stuff. Now, Doniva, what's the craziest thing you've ever done to meet up with a sneaky link? <laughs> I didn't do nothing crazy. I don't believe you. I didn't do nothing crazy. I didn't never have to. <clears throat> I, 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 I always, for the most part, I've always been in a position to do what it is I've wanted to do. The one time that I did get caught cheating, though, in my last relationship, like fifteen years ago, um, he worked days and got off at like seven o'clock, and I happened to be off that day, and I had somebody over to our house. <laughs> And our relationship simply ended. You know how when you tear the condom off and that little triangle, little piece of paper that be on the little, the little end, mm. somehow, somehow or another, uh, out of that whole two-bedroom apartment, he came home and found that one little piece just like this. And I walked in the bathroom and it was just on the, on the bathroom counter. And when I walked out the bathroom, he was just sitting on the sofa. So what I did... Walk my ass in the kitchen like you hungry. You want something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up. About a week and a half before he finally brought it up, you wasn't gonna get me to incriminate my own damn self. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Al? Uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. But what was the what was the craziest thing you did for the for Sneaky Link? Um, I think probably one of the craziest things I've done is like have someone over. And the time I spent with them took a little bit longer than I wanted it to. And I had the sneaky link already planned at a certain time. So when I pushed one out the door, they ran into each other in the lobby, but they didn't know that they, you know, were both here to see me. Oh, child, that's regular degular. Honey, let me let you know. <laughs> I told you. I, I, I used to live in a duplex, honey. And so, you know, the boys used to serve dope next door. And I used to serve cookies in the, uh, in the duplex. Let's go. Dope. 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 Oh, dope. Okay. Dope. And I used to serve cookies out the front, though. And so, you know, the boys would sneak over to the side and buy weed. And so I had a little washroom in the back. So the boys would go over there and buy weed. And I walked around to the washroom, honey. And I was back there waiting naked in my negligee. And I got toe up on the washing machine, child. It was just one day. <laughs> and I'm so confused. <laughs> you, you ain't confused. You ain't confused. Were you selling real cookies? Are you talking about your cookies? Is your cookies? Tussie cat, Al. Oh. <laughs> Al that, that white blood. <laughs> y'all don't know good and well. Y'all thought she was selling cookies, too. 
At no, night, they did. Who buy weed and cookies for the same place? Because <laughs> you hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Lala Anthony recently asked her followers if there's a difference between saying I love you and just love you. Q, you booed up right now. What Uh-oh. are your thoughts on this? That's an absolute difference. I love you. That that's that's with intention. Like I, I need you to know I love you. I need you to know that to your core. All right, talk to you later. Love you. That's different. Okay. So when I told that boy back there in that washroom, I love you. <laughs> but see, you was in well, addition. You gave him no cookies. In addition to selling cookies, you were selling dreams. You know what I'm saying? And you supposed to sell, you supposed to sell dreams in that, in that moment. But see, Maddie, it's only effective. Did he have you from the bike? <laughs> was you looking back, because baby, baby, I love got me. you. The I love you only works when the eyes lock and you can see the mouth tremble. Oh, baby, the eyes was locked. I was uh, from the bike, laying on that toe up washing machine that ain't never worked, honey. You, you know were the the spin cycle. Baby, the gag is when it was all said and done, honey, I had to go sit on the front porch because he told me, I'm going to be right back. Hold up. I was sitting out there on the front porch waiting on him to come back. <laughs> and I was like, I love you, you know, to this day. To this day. Well, but wait now, because I, I know it's transactions going on in the front. Y'all can't even really make no noise in the back. Or did people know what was going on back then? Just uh-uh, think, ain't, yeah. no, ain't nobody know what was going on. See, that's what made it so special because we had to be quiet. We were secret love. <laughs> why, why, why don't you just bring him in your house? No, because I didn't need him to steal from me. Oh. Well, damn. He stole he your cookies. He steal your cookies, just yeah. not your possessions. <laughs> <laughs> he stole your cookies. They probably ripped your night, your negligee, your lingerie. Yeah, they will come in your house and steal. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I had one in college steal my guest watch out my underwear drawer. My God. I had another one drug me, took my laptop, two iPads, my iWatch, my wallet, and my car keys. Baby, I woke up two days later. I didn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) That was a come up right there. I didn't know where I was at or what the hell was going on. Al, you don't got none of these types of stories. I don't have none of these. I don't think so. <clears throat> Al got one. He just can't tell it. I don't know what, why. Why you over there concealing? We over here spilling. <laughs> we over here giving you honest. You guys know I'm, I'm 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 very open and honest. Let me see. Let me think. I don't think I have one. But this when I they did. stole that book, Al, but you can't tell that. Oh yeah, you're right. Ooh. No, he's right about that. That's true. That's true. But that's a whole nother story. But yeah. I like the way your voice changed when you said that. <laughs> With this Man, that you got that yellow sweater on. <laughs> I'm about to Man, say, I you love you, Aaron. Did you ever have any, when you was working, any clients that you liked a lot that when they circled back, you was just like, I'm just going to give it to you for free? Oh, um, if, I t- if I said no, I would be telling the lie. And most of the girls out there in the world, in, in the worlds around the world, they had their little situation. You know what I'm saying? And you know. Yeah, of course. And then that'd be your husband until you find out that he over there taking the money he's supposed to give you and giving it to that next H-O-R-E, honey. So you got to get back in motion. Oh, that makes sense. But I'm just letting y'all know, I want to tell you guys right now and tonight, I have had the most magnificent week working with y'all. I've had a great time. I'd like to tell the soulmates out there that are watching, 
Thank you guys so much for embracing me and allowing me to come through and sit in for my girl, Claudia Jordan. It was a, it was an honor. It was a pleasure. I love y'all so much, so much. Funky Daniva, you know, I love you. You my, <laughs> you my boo, you my sister, you my brother, you all the things. Al, I love you. And you're going to give me some of that Reynolds rap one of these good old days. Thanks for watching us on YouTube, Soulmates. Stay tuned for McMillan, McMillan and Morrow. See you tomorrow, Soulmates. Bye, y'all. Good night, Soulmates. Good night. Y'all won't see me. Uh-huh.